Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, and creator of the Cinema Draft Game, here with you for a call sheet review and talent pool preview for this upcoming week. We've completed another great weekend of Cinema Draft Games, a lot of great strategies, a lot of great results, so let's just dive right into it in this micropod. So, the feature presentation, the main event, the Mama Jamma. We had, once again, another tight bunching towards the top. And the winner this week was Michael Vellante. If this, you know, there we go. Michael Vellante, there we go. 292.06 points. Congratulations. He edged out Gamble24x7 by, by about three points. Let's take a look at his call sheet real quick. Uh, and he's one of our newer players. He's been playing for just about a month. Really. Glad to see his call sheet out there, uh, winning call sheet. Let's take a look at his strategy. Looks like he had a headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast. He also had, and, and, and once again, this was going to be a weekend where, for the most part, we assumed having a headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast was going to be the path to victory, and it was going to be a Stars and Scrubs approach where victory would be decided in the margins. So let's take a look at his margins. So he had, he had a couple of of actors from Hidden Figures, you know, Bargain Basement actors from Hidden Figures. He, ah, here it is. He squeezed in Logan at uh, Headliner from Logan, Patrick Stewart, 10,800. And then also he went with, oh, very interesting. He went with uh, a, headliner, a Headliner from Train Spotting uh, for 5,300. He went with a Headliner from, from John Wick, Keanu Reeves, 6,500. And then he had raw, which you know barely charted, but it you know it had you know the minimum score of one point for a, a non-headliner actor uh, at bargain basement price five thousand. And then it looks like he also had another actor from John Wick, a non-headliner for four point six. So what seems very kind of almost scattershot was definitely turned out to be you know the the winning call sheet because it looks like he he got in his headliners where he could he. Once he spent up for Logan <clears throat> to get that headliner bonus for Logan, he's kind of out of money. But he definitely went with what he thought were the best performing, uh, but minimum priced actors available, and it definitely paid off. This is this is a very unpredictable week as far as predicting what in the scrubs part of your strategy is going to come through and perform. But it looked like Michael Volante picked the right ones. Great job. Excellent call sheet. Enjoy that money. I think 46.25 went to first. Well done. Let's see what Gamble 24-7 came in just behind. He also had a headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast, and he bet heavily on train spotting. Now, this was a movie for listeners of the pod who remember our, our weekend preview uh, from Friday with Jay Devlin. Jay Devlin was really high on T2 train spotting, and actually it looks like it didn't perform as high as we thought it would. It expanded, it expanded screens, uh, while it had a great per screen average when it was down on only 59 screens, when it expanded to, I believe it was 107, it actually flattened out or might even lost some money. So it was very interesting to see that, that it didn't make the money that we thought it would do, but it still had about 300, was it 390,000 uh, for the weekend? And that was good enough for – so that, that seemed to be a, a good enough play for Gamble 24-7 to go for a four-pack, including the headliner stack of Johnny Lee Miller and Ewan McGregor. He also got some exposure to song 
to Song, which definitely underperformed. Terrence Malick is now officially box office poison, uh, but he still got Fastbender from Song to Song for 5,500. And this I thought was an inspired choice. The Lego Batman movie uh, is a limited release. That was his limited release, uh, obligatory limited release selection. Ray Fiennes, a headliner from the Lego Batman movie at 7,100. That was good for 5.88 points in what was otherwise a pretty dreadful limited release uh, type weekend. And then you also had, then he also bet on Wilson. He did a headliner stack of Wilson, which eh, did a little so-so. Like we, we, I remember Jay Devlin and I were a little concerned about its prospects because it just seemed a little too quirky for its own good. But in platform release and what was a fairly lackluster weekend for platform releases, it held its own. Uh, 4.76 points uh, at, for the two headliners in Wilson. So this is a pretty solid call sheet. So we we might have lost some grand was was song to song, but who knew? We we were hoping that that the the specialty theaters really carry Terrence Malick's film, you know, on on its expanded release. But of course, it was the exact opposite. So there you go, kids. You learn. You live and you learn. Terrence Malick is not the way to go <laughs> in this box office game. And then of course, our man Jay Devlin came in. Actually, let me let me go back. That. Was he third? I think these rankings were off. Jay Devlin. Oh, no, yeah, Jay Devlin was third. There we go. And his call sheet was heavy on train spotting. And if there was if if there was a flaw in his call sheet, not so much a flaw, let's just say it was it was a strategy, it was an angle that he took that didn't perform to his liking, is that he loved train spotting a little too much. He had a seven pack. Was it a seven pack? Yes, he had a seven pack of train spotting. All the he- both the headliners hit all the train spotting, damn it. And it once again slightly underperformed to what we thought its expectations were. Actually, actually there was a point over the weekend in the group chat. And if you guys aren't on the group chat, definitely check us out. It's on our Facebook page, a link in the notes section to the group chat where we are definitely discussing uh, strategies for the game. Uh, he at one point we thought it might gross 1.5 million. If train spotting, if T2 train spotting grows 1.5 million, Jay Devlin's winning all the monies, all the monies. And then also with the headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast, he his obligatory limited release type actor was John Gallagher Jr. from the Belko Experiment, which did okay. It did okay, but it's probably seen its better days from the weekend before. So that is Jay Devlin's call sheet. Uh, also, friend of, and also rounding out the top five is Smart Ash and Ring Balls, which I just found out today are a are a couple that you know, Smart Ash is Ring Balls' girlfriend. So as we like to say around here, a couple that drafts together, lasts together. So Smart Ash edges out her boyfriend by actually less than a point, 280, 287.75, her call sheet, and she's also, and she actually, to her credit, Smart Ash ended up winning the $20 gaffer with a call sheet of 290.07 points, so congratulations to Smart Ash, a uh, great player in this game already. She and Ring, Ring Balls 22 have been playing for about a month, great players in this game, love seeing their call sheets, and so she went with the headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast, Headliner stack of train spotting, headliner stack of Wilson, headliner stack of the Indian movie. 
Filari, uh, which was attractively priced. And that also, I mean, it was only going to be on 75 screens, 74 screens. So, you know, the fact that it even made 364,000 is a testament to how strongly that, that community can turn on support its films. Uh, but it also is not destined for greatness as as it's only on 75 screens and its, uh, its prospects for expanding are not exactly assured. And then also she got some exposure to Slamma Jamma, which surprisingly got you 4.73 points for your headliner, Michael Irvin, and then Taraji. Uh, on, the on the lower end of these limited releases in Hidden Figures, still got her 2.10 points. Good enough for fourth. Nice call sheet, smart Ash, and keep up the strong gameplay. You know, very love love seeing your call sheets. Love seeing you excel at the game. You know, do it for the sisters, damn it. Do it for the women, uh, or just do it for the money. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast headliner stack for Ring Balls twenty two, uh, a uh, four pack of Train Spotting, including the headliner stack. Looks like you got a three pack of Wilson. Uh, if Wilson had only done a touch more. He could have won outright. And also uh, Octavia Spencer from Hidden Figures. And a funny side note to that, uh, I actually fat-fingered uh, in hand scoring this evening, this afternoon. Actually gave him a few more points than he'd actually won. Ring balls to his credit definitely alerted me. And I really appreciate that kind of support and that kind of, uh, you know, that, that kind of uh, honor among players. I appreciate it. Great stuff. And my appreciation has been personally noted. Thank you so much, Ringballs. So I like that kind of integrity. He's a strong player in the game. I think he won the feature presentation two or three weeks ago. So good job right there. But I must call our attention. I must draw our attention to the call sheet of the week. Now, I'm, I must say that since introducing this promotion about a week ago, I'm, it's really sharpened my mind. It's definitely gotten me more into playing the game more. Even though I can't win any money, I can definitely keep y'all from winning any money. So I want to bring you guys to the, to the call sheet of the week. The call sheet of the week uh, basically, is, basically goes to the highest scoring call sheet of all the players in this game. And in addition to the money you win in the game, I will give you a $25 bonus if you can beat my sheet. And as luck would have it, Somehow, some way, in the $30 key grip, guess who was the call sheet of the week for the second week in a row? I have yet to come up off that $25 because I was the call sheet of the week. I had a 295.16 point call sheet, which just edged out. Look at, look at that. Another strong performance by Smart Ash, 294.47. She damn near uh, got that $25 bonus. She actually did end up taking first place money in, in uh, the $30 uh, key grip, so congratulations to you. Smart Ash, $15, but it could have been 40 if you just had, what, look at that, what was that, less than about another 7, 0.70 points. Love seeing how close these scores are. Very, very cool. So my call, she was constructed as thus. I had a headliner stack from Beauty and the Beast. I had a four-pack from Train Spotting. I squeezed in... Logan, Hugh Jackman from Logan uh, at 11500 and still had enough money left over to do a headliner stack from the Indian movie, Filori. And then also I punted my limited release with Hidden Figures, uh, Aldous Hodge. Somehow, some way, that was 
the highest scoring call sheet of the week, and I owe it all mostly to getting those points from Logan. That headliner bonus from Logan was so clutch, so so crucial. 14.46. It's pretty much what uh, vaulted me uh, above the rest. Filari was was mostly like a value, not so much like a value play. I was I, I had some exposure to it because you never know with these foreign focused films and their opening weekends, but also it was cheap. 5100 for per headliner is just an outright steal. It's free money, or as they say on another podcast I listen to, it's free. It's basically a free square, and then. And then getting exposure to train spotting, T2 train spotting, I was on that train as well, pun intended, with Jay Devlin. I thought it was going to do some big things. It did not, but still, it earned enough points for me to squeak over Smart Ash for the call sheet of the week. And just out of curiosity, I want to take a look at Smart Ash's call sheet because that's a really high freaking score, 294 on a week like this where very few points separated you know, first from fifth. Her and I guess the difference in our call sheets was that she went with a Beauty and the Beast headliner stack. She went with Get Out, which actually was not a bad play. It's actually cheaper than going with a Logan headliner. She probably saved about a thousand there. She went with a two, three. She went with a five pack of train spotting. Uh, she punted the limited release with Oleg Krupa from Hidden Figures, and then Wilson. Wilson might have been where she could have cost herself some points. Only because a headliner from Wilson at 6,900 only yielded you 4.76 points. She probably could have made the difference somewhere else. And also get outperformed, but it didn't quite do what Logan did. So, and, and, and obviously it was just a difference of 0.7 points or what have you. So that little difference was what cost her getting call sheet of the week. But still an excellent, strong call sheet from Smart Ash. Can't wait to see what you cook up this week. And speaking of this week, let's take a look at our talent pool for, for the week. We have five, we have, we have four new entries and one returning uh, movie, Personal Shopper, we're bringing back from the dead after a week off. Uh, the Boss Baby's new, Ghost in the Shell's new, The Zookeeper's Wife is new, and The Devotion of Suspect X, another 3F for the week of foreign-focused film. So... What are we looking at here? So basically, I think there's, there's going to be a lot of value to be had in in either Boss Baby or The Zookeeper's Wife. Boss Baby, starting at 16,000, 16, going up to 17,000 for Alec Baldwin. It's an animated film. It's basically, it's it's I think it's tracking pretty well on, on, on track for a 32 million or up opening. Uh, you're also going to want your exposure to Beauty and the Beast. There is a case we made for that. But you know what? Actually, we haven't done this in a while. Let's construct a call sheet in real time. I'm feeling frisky. So I'm actually going to delete the call sheet I have right now for background talent. And let's work our way up. Because I So here's my theory. So the Zookeeper's Wife is what I'm keeping my eye on. I'm keeping my eye on the Zookeeper's Wife because it is a platform release. It is also one of the highest... Uh, the, the highest value platform releases we've had in quite some time. Uh, 9,500 to start, going up to 10,400 for Jessica Chastain. It's, it's highly rated because it's going to be on 450 screens. It's estimated to come out to a $2 million opening, which at one point per 100,000 in platform lease will get you 20 points with a $2 million opening. So, and actually, and for... A headliner that you're looking at 28 points so you got to get them 
get, gotta get those, those value points. So here's what I'm thinking, just spitballing here. We're gonna create this in real time, like we, like we like to do on occasion. The background talent, we're gonna draft a call sheet here. So here is my thought process. If you max stack the zookeeper's wife, and a max stack means you get all eight actors in there, all right? You still have 21,000 left over, you know, which isn't, you know, as they say, chopped liver. Actually, you know, actually, I'm not going to max that. I'm actually gonna, going to drop one of the, I'm going to drop a $9,700 actor, all right? We're going to add Beauty and the Beast. We're going to add a headliner from Beauty and the Beast for a wide release. We'll do the cheaper of the two headliners, Dan Stevens. Okay, and we still have 10,600 left over for our limited release. Now, limited release, to be honest with you, is a wasteland this week. I, don't, I can't even tell you what's going on in limited release. It just looks awful. Um, you're probably going to be faced with more Slamma Jamma, which is terrible, or, yeah, look at that, more Slamma Jamma, which is definitely seen all its money. The Belko Experiment, which is also kind of on the downside. A Lego Batman movie, which might have a little bit of life left into it in it or hidden figures our prospects are not bright um there is the possibility looking at the talent pool for a limited release that you could see uh the shack drop down actually the shack i expect will drop down to limited release the shack last weekend and actually let me bring up a box office mojo the weekend actuals i believe the shack did, yeah. The shack did 3.8 million. Uh, so if it if it sheds another 500 screens and 1,800 screens, on an average about mm, say 1,100 per screen, you're looking at 1.98 million. Which, to be honest with you, in this release type, is pro would probably be good enough to be the highest rated film in that, the, the, high, the highest grossing film in that category. The Lego Batman movie is only going to shed more screens. You're probably going to see the Lego Batman movie at an estimated 1,200 screens. I don't know, I don't know, y'all. Um, it'd be nice if Hidden Figures actually dropped into platform release because then we'd have uh, some we have some budgetary options to squeeze in two headliners from Beauty and the Beast, do a pretty like a six pack of say the Zookeeper's Wife, and then also get some exposure, some headline exposure to Hidden Figures. So let's keep our eye on on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, most likely Thursday uh, evening at, at Theater Lock to see what uh, to see if Hidden Figures either stays in limited release or drops down just below into platform release. I, this, I would keep my eye on this one. But yeah, you only have pretty much three choices, three or four choices for limited release. None of them are terribly attractive. Uh, and and if the shack drops down, I think that, that could be our movie right there. But for now, going with what we have on paper, we actually, you actually still have room. See, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So you have eight. So I think you could do a headliner from, uh, I don't think hidden figure. I think right now you have to do the Belco experiment. Oh, let's go back to our call sheet. I think you're looking at the Belco experiment. Is this going to be your play? How did it wipe out all of our hard work? Oh, it wiped it out. Okay, let me just... Refresh real quick, real quick. All right, there we go. So yeah, so we're looking at headline from Beauty and the Beast. We're looking at Zookeeper's Wife, going in hard on that one. You know what? 
Actually, let's just max stack that. Oh, or, or just you know, just shy of a max stack. There we go. Uh, and we'll do, I guess we'll do Belco for now. Get a headliner from Belco. And actually, ooh, 3,900 left over. All right, so so maybe you're, only, maybe you're realistically only looking at a six-pack anyways from from the zookeeper's wife. I just think this is going to be such tremendous value from the zookeeper's wife. I just want as much exposure to it as possible. Um, and then, and so we still need, we still have two slots, 13,000 each. You know what? Let's see if, let's see if we can squeeze out any more money out of John Wick. Do we still have John Wick around? No, no, I, I, <clears throat> actually, no, John Wick was removed this week. Not in the talent pool. Zookeeper's wife, very attractive. Wilson, eh. I don't know. What what can we get for our, what bank for we get for a buck? Oh, get out. Well, so get out is currently at wide. I think there's a really good shot. I think there's a really good chance get out could slide into limited release. Right now, um, oh, actually that's last week. Sorry. Uh, right now it could still hover in wide release, and even in wide release, it's not the worst play in the world. Um, I might go. I might get a. I might get a headliner from there. Um. Man, I just keep shedding. I keep I keep shedding talent here. Uh, we need we need a punt. We need a good punt. Um, I, actually, the headline is kind of pricey. She's kind of pricey. Actually, let's get Daniel Kaluuya. There we go. That gives us fifty two hundred left. So let's sort by salary. Like that. Uh, the foreign focus film is attractive. It's only going to be on forty five screens. So we still need to go cheaper. There we go, train spotting. Get a train spotting on platform release. There we go. Now I have a valid call sheet. We'll submit that. It's not bad. Uh, I still have to figure out, you know, in my head what the optimal strategy is going to be. We still need to see some of the some of the results from or some of the estimates from Box Office Pro. See what they think. But yeah, you know, I, I think that's that's a viable call sheet. That'll, that'll be a, a, a foundational strategy. We'll we'll see how stuff shakes out later on in the week. Uh, so that's going to do it for this week. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for checking out the strategy and playing the game, telling all your friends, tell them all to go to cinemadraft.co sign up. It is free. We're giving away money every week. Uh, follow us on all of our social media, subscribe on where you get all your podcasts or to our YouTube channel. Thanks a lot, everybody. And until next time, go see a movie or something.